for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 339 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. And Buddy. Look what happens. We take a week off. And then they drop a deluge of Obi-Wan Kenobi information mm. on us. Mm, a delicious deluge. Deluge. Uh, boy, am I excited to talk about the trailer with you. I um, I hit you up early Wednesday morning and said, hey, there might be an Obi-Wan trailer today. Uh, and if there is, we'll have something real fun to talk about. And I sent you like the article that came out that morning and then uh, sent you the link to the trailer. And we have not discussed it one bit yet. So, not yet. That's what we're going to be doing today. And, of course, hearing from you guys, our Blue Harvest Moisture Farmers, our buddies. So, um, hey, everybody, thanks for letting us take a week off. Yeah, right. I'm just going to be straight up with you. There wasn't much to talk about last week. So if there was ever a week for us to take off, it was last week. So I <laughs> yeah, right. made the executive decision to be like, yeah. Trust us, guys. We took the week off. You're glad we did. Just yeah. trust us. Yeah. Um, so, before we jump into everything, uh, follow us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Blue Harvest Pod. And if you really enjoy the show and want to support us, keep the podcasts coming, equipment upgrades coming, all those fun things. Uh, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast, where you go. And you sign up and you get access to all of the bonus podcasts we've recorded and posted on our Patreon-exclusive RSS feed. Uh, in the time since we last recorded, we've released a brand new episode of Star Wars Year by Podcast with our buddy Steel. It was a really fun episode. And Ooh. I uh, recorded an immediate reaction for the Obi-Wan trailer. 
And that is all on <laughs> the Patreon feed. I was pretty hyped. Um, I can imagine. I was imagining it in my mind. <laughs> is that, yeah. And then next week, we'll have a brand new episode of Masters of Harvest Kasi, which is our Star Wars video game podcast that I do with our buddy King, Co- King Tom. I almost called him King Kong. King mm. Kong ain't got shit on King Tom. Ooh. They have similar sized testicles. That is a tongue twister. King Kong ain't got <laughs> shit on King Tom. And you know I'm not great at tongue twisters. Uh, and what other shows? You may be wondering, oh, this Patreon thing, it sounds kind of cool. Uh, what other shows do they have? Well, we got Cooking with Will. Oh, no, it's Hall Solo, Jaws, uh, Steve versus the Prequels, Podula Rasa with our friend Emily Lind. Uh, feel like I'm forgetting something. Blue Harvest Adventures, immediate reactions to episodes of Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Bad Batch, all that good stuff. So once again, patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. And a big shout out to our patrons. You guys are the best. We really appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Thank you for supporting us. So <clears throat> before we jump into the Obi-Wan chat, Will was teasing me a little bit. Teasing and pleasing. That's what Will's known for. Hey, little <laughs> titillation. What's, uh, you said you got a story for me. I do. I have a story of something that happened to me yesterday that evoked my ire in a way I do not awfully, you know, often encounter. Uh, very rarely does the Hulk inside, you, you know, rage to the surface. But yesterday, this woman, as I was leaving the parking lot at Walmart, uh, like slammed her door open into the side of my truck. Uh-oh. Right? Like, uh, I I come out of Walmart. I got a grocery full of goods. I don't go often. So when I do go, I get, you know, what we need. I get the goods, what we need. And yeah, I'm putting it up like a prepper. Right. That's what I do. <clears throat> so I put it in the back and, you know, I'm there quite a while, right? Like, it's not like I throw a few things in the trunk and leave. I have to unload a grocery, you know, uh, a, a tire cart's worth of groceries into the back of the truck and then close the truck, put up the cart, which I am parked right next to. And then I open the door and get in the car and then I hear ka-chunk. Uh-oh. And it's one of those things where you're like, I'm, I know that didn't just happen. And I turn around and look. Car, and she looks at me in my eyes and then looks back at what she's doing and then keeps on walking. I get out of the car. I go around to, the side to see where it happened. And I was like, you need to watch where you're going. Open the door more carefully. What the fuck is wrong with you? And she was like, mm, sorry, and starts walking off. And I was like, you need to check your fucking privilege. And then I turn around to get in my truck, and then she starts coming at me like a little yappy dog. Like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Tell me on this side and the other. I was, I got in the car, and I was like, I flipped her off, and then I pulled out and then left. Like, as I was leaving, and like, you know, you know me. You know, how, how often would I engage with a person in the general public to tell them personally to fuck you? Like, not often. That's, that's not really what I'm about, but like, did it looked at me in my eyes and then sarcastically walk away. Like it wasn't her problem. Like, like you, like she didn't just do that and look at me in my eyes. I was, I, you know, I lost it on her. Buddy, that's and rough. she had, she was like fifties with glasses. She had this blondish gray hair, you know? And I was like, she was a Karen. Yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want to go there. And, but like, 
Yeah, you know. And that's man. why I told her to check her privilege, and that's why that made her so mad. Like, I Ooh, mean, she, man. you know. It is. You and Walmart. And it, the two times you've had a, an angry story, it's been you going to Walmart. It is, dude. I need to stay away from that place. It's like a negative energy vortex. Some Buffy the Vampire. It's a hell mouth. That's what I was going to say. It's a hell hell mouth. Well, you know what doesn't get me angry? New Star Wars information. I was about to say, you know what soothes my soul? (sighs) Obi-Wan Kenobi information. The master Obi-Wan Kenobi himself. Man. So... Just a quick little like primer on how on on how this all went down. Um, I guess it was Monday or maybe Tuesday. I started seeing some chatter on social media that supposedly, maybe, possibly, there was going to be an Obi Wan trailer released on Wednesday. Mm. And look. Of course it excited me. The prospect, the idea of it actually happening excited me. Right. But it's also hard to get like, oh boy, it's actually happening excited because this sort of thing's happened before Disney Plus Day and we don't get anything, right? (laughs) So, you know, it's like, well, that's cool. I hope it happens. And then it started getting louder and more people were talking about it. And what I didn't realize was that I guess... Part of the reason people were saying this, I mean, I'm sure there were some people that were actually in the know. I don't know. Um, But part of the reason people were saying this is because there was a Disney shareholders call on Wednesday. Now, my confidence in this trailer drops quite a bit because, once again, Disney's shareholder or investors calls hit or miss when it comes to Star Wars information. Um, so I didn't know one way or the other. I wasn't super positive about it. Like I wasn't, you know, I didn't get up Wednesday being like, oh shit, today's the day or anything like that. And then, uh, the first thing that drops on Wednesday is an article from entertainment weekly (coughs) that, um, featured, um, Obi-Wan on the cover. It's actually the last physical issue of entertainment they're weekly they're ever going to do before they go fully digital. I read that in the article that they were like, it's fitting. The last one should be you and McGregor. Yeah. Um, and then it gave the statistics of how many times he had been on there. Quite a few. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that comes out. And of course I'm super excited. It's got some really cool looking pictures in it. Right. But seeing that made me then wonder like, Oh, well, did some wires get crossed and this is what people thought was the trailer? Did people just think, did people get information that was like, um, oh, uh, they, uh, something is releasing. There's some promotional stuff releasing and then just think it was the trailer. So then like, obviously, no matter what, I'm excited to, uh, get some, um, obi-wan info and some pictures but it did make me wonder if that's what we were getting instead of uh a trailer uh, so like why don't we talk about that article first so we'll go chronological right um 
so yeah it's got a bunch of pictures we get some information about a new character in the show and that is reva right yes yes reva she is a new inquisitor character um you know most people probably know the inquisitors from star wars rebels and we got, right. you know, a pretty wide selection of Inquisitors in that show. And uh, and we've seen some others in comics and stuff and Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, but this time, this this particular Inquisitor, Reva, played by Moses Ingram, this is the first time we've seen her. Uh, and I got to say, the live action, we'll talk about other aspects of it later, but the live action Inquisitor costumes specifically look real fucking cool i think yeah yeah look real good and there's something that struck me even before seeing the trailer in this article and that is the quality the the quality of the way this show looks i distinctly remember one of the early i don't think it was the first it definitely wasn't the first or or one of the first but there was an early release of a picture from the Mandalorian and mm. it was the Mando fighting all the Trandoshans in that Valley in the second episode. And I remember looking at the picture and being like, Oh man, he looks cool. Those are Trandoshans. It looks a tiny bit goofy in this picture. Mm. Now, obviously we saw the episode and the episode looked a lot better than the still images. Right. This, however, having seen the pictures and the trailer to me, this shit looks like on par with a star Wars movie. That's what I was going to say. This shit looks cinematic as fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Super professional quality cinema filmog, you know, filmography, cinematography. Uh, it's like, I don't know, man. I just get this sort of like prestige feeling from the quality of the show. Now, granted, I would have to imagine that this had quite the budget, I would also imagine that it only being six episodes helped. That probably meant more budget. Even if this show had the same budget as any other Star Wars series on Disney+, Plus, you're spending more per episode with it only being six, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, that's the main thing that first stuck out to me. <clears throat> so, right. um, you know, we get the cover... It's got Obi-Wan. I, immediately, I notice he's not wearing the Revenge of the Sith or a New Hope outfit. He's got something a little different going on. At least the under tunic is a little different, right? Right. Um, and then, you know, uh, there's the picture of Reva, who, and she's standing in front of like a big neon sign. Apparently, this is a new Star Wars planet we're getting in this show called Dayu, I believe, will mm-hmm. be how it's pronounced. Maybe it's Dayu. That's how it's spelled. Yeah, it's phonetically. Dayu is is how I would think it's going to be pronounced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've uh, you know sort of described it as like sort of Hong Kong neon soaked inspired, um, with a graffiti soaked nightlife. Yeah, you know, kind of edgy. Yeah, sounds cool to me. Sounds yeah, me cool too. to me. Um. Sounds like the place you would find Obi-Wan if he needed to leave the planet. Yeah, and I I can't wait to see what the, what the hell else is going on on that planet. 
And then we get the picture of uh, Obi-Wan chilling in his cave. So obviously, you know, 10 years post Revenge of the Sith, he hasn't built his little uh, his little house in Tatooine. He's just living in a cave, which Man. I was thought was interesting. Um, Minimalism <laughs> to the max. And then there's some other pictures. One that really stands out to me is Joel Edgerton and Moses Ingram sort of facing off in the streets of Tatooine. And mm-hmm. man, like, how fucking cool. Like, Joel Edgerton is a really good actor. He is. And like, one of the quotes from the article, I think Deborah Chow is quoted as saying, you know, just thank you to George Lucas for casting Joel Edgerton as, uh, you know, Owen. Yeah, and like, the thing with him <sighs> is like, what? How many lines did that poor dude get in the prequels? Like two right. or three, right. you know. And he is a really good actor. And like to have this opportunity to come back, and like I think there's a real unique, cool opportunity for them to do some stuff with Uncle Owen in this show. I don't think he's going to yeah. be a main character, but I think he'll be a focus of an episode or two. You know, he he'll be a factor through the whole thing. I was about to say, he's capable of being an agent of action for Obi-Wan to whatever level, you know, well, the show requires. And, like, we'll get into it when we talk about the trailer, but the prospect of there being uh, Inquisitors on Tatooine, shit's scary. That's where Luke is. Yeah. You know? That's true. Yeah. So, like, uh, I don't know, man. I, I I'm very excited for this show, obviously. I think Deborah Chow is great. She's done some of the best Mandalorian episodes. I can't wait to do see what she's done with the an entire series. We got Ewan coming back. We got Hayden coming back. We got John, uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. It's just fucking cool, man. I'm real stoked. Dude, the little clip of young Luke, okay. his little VR headset, mm-hmm. like... That really made me want to see the interaction between, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi and young Luke. Like, I, I really want to see that. Yeah. You know, because so, you know, I don't know if we'll get that, but, you know, he references knowing him. You know, he's like, I wonder if he meant old Ben. Like, you know, he clearly knows who old Ben is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, can you see my screen right now? Yes. Cool. You want to watch the trailer with me? Absolutely. Yeah, speaking of that uh, little Luke section, why don't we go ahead and tack out the trailer? If you see anything... I didn't mean to jump the gun. No, there's the you, it was the perfect segue is what you did. You didn't jump nothing. You slid <laughs> right into a perfect segue. Slid in the pocket. Um, so, if you see somewhere you want me to stop, let me know. I have a couple of places I want to stop in the trailer because mm-hmm. watching it like, uh, like Deckard and... Um, uh, Blade Runner being like enhance, enhance, checking things out. I think I might have, um, I don't know, maybe uncovered a couple of little answers to some questions I have. But let's let's check it out. Okay, hold on, stopping already. Nine seconds in. So we see Ewan or Obi Wan walking around Tatooine with his e- he his EOP, right? EOP. Now you know and me, buddy. 
what is the one thing now that we know an EOP is in play, what do you think I want to see happen with that EOP? Uh, you want to see him get pet? Well, I think that is a given. But think of things we've seen EOPs do in the past in Star Wars. Oh, oh, oh! You want to see him fart? Yeah, or man! I want to see him rip a big juicer. Like he oh, does. No. It, I'm I good. I don't want it to be constant. But do you know how much I want them to throw in an, an, even a subtle EOP fart as a nod to Uncle George? Like, Man. can we get that hashtag started? Hashtag make EOP farts happen. Mm. I hope they do. If they do, people three states over are going to be able to hear me cheering. I mean... If Dave Filoni has his hand in this one, it will. Like, that thing will fart. I don't know what Dave Filoni's... Uh, I think he might have been too busy working on the Mando-verse stuff. So let's keep He's going to watch it and be like, yo, he didn't fart and missed opportunity. Yeah. The one thing I will say about this thing we're looking at, do you see the distance that he's got to clear from um, the ground to that rung to put his foot up there to climb on top of that EOP? Yep. That is like... 10 feet in the air you have to jedi jump to get up there yeah <laughs> okay so i uh i paused immediately on the next thing we see obi-wan working somewhere my man's got a job it seems like right yeah uh he's cleaning something i think kind of kind of looks like scene where ray was cleaning parts that she found she scavenged yeah that's exactly what i said it reminded me of is that scene in the force awakens where uh, Ray is cleaning the parts. I think he might be working at like a meat processing plant because he's cutting something, I think. Watch. Oh, is he? The fight is done. We I don't know. Maybe that wasn't a knife. Maybe he was using a tool on something. Um, the only Obi-Wan uh, dialogue we get in the trailer, right, is um, the fight is over. We lost. Super depressing. Okay. Answer me this, Will. Yeah. So we get the shot. He's sitting in his cave, which, you know, appears to somewhat look over the Lars homestead. And we see little Luke uh, pretending to race or fly or something. Is yeah. that some sort of VR goggles or... or are those motherfucking pod racer goggles? Is he wearing Anakin's pod racer goggles? That's possible. I mean, that would be fitting. Like, I can't really tell, but it, it does look like they might be pod racer goggles. So, like, you know, uh, Shmi and Kleeg, Big Ups Kleeg, meet. They get married. He moves her out to the homestead. You got to imagine she brings some of Anakin's things with her. A box of Anakin's old stuff. Yeah. yeah. So... And, you know, they've told him about his father. They didn't tell him the truth, but, like... Yeah, he was, like, a navigator on a spice vessel or some shit. Yeah, navigator on a freighter or something. Yeah. Stay hidden. Okay. Using fucking Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates? You dirty motherfuckers. That shit is dirty. You know what that does to people like us? That sends a shiver up your spine. Yeah. 
the key to hunting Jedi. All right, so this shot of the Inquisitor ship flying over the o- ocean towards, by the way, you know what this building of theirs is called, where they hang out? No, what is it? Fortress Inquisitorius or some oh, shit like that. Oh, my goodness. Um, man, it just I just wanted to say it looks cool. It does look awesome. This patience. All right, hold on. Here's the... The money shot that set the internet aflame. All right. Uh, Let me get a good look at it. Because I'm pretty sure you probably don't know about this. All right. So we get our first look at the Grand Inquisitor. Who was like the main villain of Star Wars Rebels Season 1. Right. Um, And then in the background we see the uh, one of the other Inquisitors that uh, is in Star Wars Rebels. I believe his designation is the fifth brother. Mm-hmm. I believe that's who that is. Okay, <laughs> so <clears throat> it will happen from now until the end of Star Wars when they introduce a character from the animated series into live action, people's first reaction is going to be, whoa, that doesn't look right. You know, if it's a character you've only seen in animation, especially Star Wars animation, which is fairly stylized, right? Like, it's Mm -hmm. got a very stylized, sort of consistent look through it. You know, there obviously there's differences between Clone Wars, Bad Batch, and Rebels, and Resistance and stuff. But, fairly stylized. Um, You know, we saw it when Ahsoka turned up in The Mandalorian. People were like, her head tails are too short. And they were like, well, we kind of shortened them so they would work better in action sequences and stuff. Mm -hmm. We saw it when Cad Bane showed up. People were like, he doesn't look right. I didn't have a problem with either of them. I thought... I mean, I thought they looked great. Yeah, me too. I thought it was spot on. That being said, like, I don't hate this one. It has not gotten me into uh, such a fever that I need to go complain about it. But I get where people are coming from on this one because he does look a tiny bit goofy. We only get a couple shots of him, though. It could look way better. I'll tell you this. I mean, just for me, somebody who's not well-versed on Rebels, you know, like, I kind of had an idea who that guy was. Like, Yeah, it gets the point across. I remember the guy, you know, from Rebels Season 1. I remember him being the villain. I remember the spinny lightsaber, like... Those things trigger like I was like, oh, this must be the big high Inquisitor guy. Like, yeah. I did not even notice the other brother over there. Like, I wasn't familiar enough with him until you told me about him. Like now, so you know, um, why can't I think? But you're right; it's not an exact representation of that dude. What is the? I'm, his face is so thin. What, I don't know if any human has a face that thin. What is the shit? I can't remember the planet from Revenge of the Sith. Where Obi Wan goes and finds Grievous. Um, Utapau? Is that Utapau? Maybe it is. So you know the guys that meet Obi Wan, and when when he's like, "If you have warriors, now's the time." Mm-hmm. And then those guys, that's yeah. the same species as the Grand Inquisitor. Oh really? Yeah. The Mune? No, that's not a Mune. No, that's not Mune. A Mune is the, the Mune is the guy who is uh, the head of the banking clan in Attack of the Clones. Right. Um. So it's not you know necessarily that we don't have 
a version of that character already in in live action canon. I don't That's know. Like you know, it's I it's, did not know that, that they were the same species. It's a style choice. I don't think it looks particularly great, but at the end of the day, I'm fully willing to go along for the ride and just like be into it. Once again, we see him a couple times in this trailer. When the show's going and, and moving and stuff, I don't think I'll even notice. It was that first thing. I that what I was about to say was like, I bet this actor's performance is gonna be so good that, you know, the lack of shit on his face may help him emote. You know, yeah. he's acting across. You know, just like they changed the length of Ahsoka's head tails for action sequences, there's a very good chance there was a practical reason they changed the look of this character for Obi-Wan, I think. Right. I think that's very likely. So, you know, I, there's other things I think um, are more important to me than him looking as close to his animated version as possible. The yeah, one thing I my, think yeah. would have made a big change and, and like sort of stuck out is um, that I wish they had done is in Rebels, he has like the Sith eyes. You know what I mean? The yeah, sort of, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. Doesn't he have like the yellow red eyes? Yeah. I wish they had done that. Um. But At some point, nitpick. they kind of like flare up for Anakin, right? Like, mm. and then go back. Yeah, they kind of come and go for Anakin. Like, uh, I wonder if there's going to be a moment where that happens in the show for him. They show up um, right after he kills, you know, all the folks on Mustafar. Yeah. And then they flare up after he's gotten, uh, you know, carved <laughs> up like... Fried. Yeah, carved up like a fucking Christmas ham by Obi-Wan. Mm -hmm. Jedi cannot help what they are. Okay, I wanted to stop this. This is, I, I'm assuming, Fortress Inquisitorious. We have Reva standing here at the head of the table. Uh, the fifth brother. We can see his Inquisitor's Their lightsaber. Compassion. Oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on. Some lady who must be another inquisitor, right? Yeah, there's another, as far as I can tell, you know, maybe she's shown up in comics and stuff and people are like, oh, that's the, the ninth sister or something like that. There appears to be another inquisitor here. As you can see, she's also got the saber on her back. Yeah. Um, uh, is that hair or is that like some sort of tube? I can't coolant? tell. Okay. I was wondering that too. I was going to ask your opinion. The the shit coming out of her head is that a is that hair is that you know some sort of alien appendage of some sort or is that like tubing I'm not quite sure. It kind of looks like tubing for what looks like a helmet, the kind of like a mini helmet on her skull or something. Yeah, maybe yeah. she has a face mask that she pulls off that completes the outfit. She, that could be the case. All right. So you see this unfortunate soul hanging on Tatooine. Yeah, right. Keep this in mind. I think. I might, I think this might crack the code for me a little bit. Um, sure. All right, and then we have Reva right before Leaves a trail. her standoff with uh, Uncle Owen. Now. Now she's on Hong Kong, or Dayu. <laughs> now, a question I've always had. If we're going to have Obi-Wan leave Tatooine, how can you pull that off, right? What is the story that's good enough and acceptable enough 
to override decades, personal decades of me assuming OV1's life post-episode 3 was hanging out on Tatooine watching over Luke. Now, Mm -hmm. I gotta say, Inquisitors coming to Tatooine? Ooh, they're trying to sniff out Luke. I don't, now that's the thing. I don't think they're trying to sniff out Luke, and I don't think they're trying to sniff out Obi-Wan. Partially because you can't have these Inquisitors. Nobody can ever find out on the bad guy side that Obi-Wan and Luke are on Tatooine. Because if, if that happens, then they would immediately inform the Empire or Vader or the Emperor, right? And then that totally fucks up the story of A New Hope. But if Inquisitors show up on Tatooine looking for somebody else and Obi-Wan sees them there, maybe he then does something to try and draw them off of Tatooine, to take them in the di- in a different direction, to keep them from discovering Luke or that he lives there. Maybe, you know, maybe they don't know that it's Luke, but maybe the, in- aren't the Inquisitors tasked with hunting down Force-sensitive people and killing them? I mean, yeah, I, I think it's more so that this... There was a, I don't know if it was in the initial article or if it was one that came out today, but they, there was something in one of the articles where they mentioned that it's not just Jedi that the Inquisitors hunt down. It's also sort of Imperial dissidents, right? Like, okay. So, you know, so if Owen wasn't paying taxes, mm, he would have brought the heat. No, I think more. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think it's more like, you know, people who have... Um, I mean, like the empire tax or whatever. Like people who have uh, gone AWOL from the empire or people who protest against the empire, uh, potential oh, okay. rebel cells, things like that. Dissidents, political Dissidents. criminals. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, I thought they were like Jedi Well, that's how they've been mostly portrayed, but... This article made me led me to believe that they also operate, you know, they, they also fulfill other tasks. The Jedi um, code is like an itch. See, here's another. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. They might be head I, tails. I think they are. I think there's some sort of alien head a- appendage on this other. Um, I think you're right. On this other Inquisitor. Um, so here in a second. It. That droid pulls something out. I can't see. Okay. I think he looks better. I think the Grand Inquisitor looks better in this shot. You can see the lines under his eyes. They're not as pronounced as they were in the show, but here you can see there is like some vertical shit under his eyes that really, I mean, to me, brings it together. Um, And uh, I think being lit red by the lightsaber blade helps. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I didn't see the like the black earpiece thing before in the other shot, but it looks really good. Yeah, here I think this shot of him is way better. Fifth brother in Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk twenty seven. <laughs> okay, this is the shot. So we this see cool. Reva. Chasing somebody down. I think 
she's on Tatooine looking for this person, whoever this is. Oh. And then I think the person you see hanging is this person. Is this guy. Yeah. Now, whether this is an escaped Jedi or some sort of Imperial defector or dissident like we were talking about, uh, whatever it may be, I think her search for this person leads her to Tatooine. Obi-Wan is like, what the fuck? Or maybe he doesn't even realize. Maybe she has the uh, stare down with uh, Uncle Owen, and Uncle Owen goes to Obi-Wan and is like, dude, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? And then maybe that's what ends up drawing Obi-Wan off the planet. That, or I have this idea that Luke uses the force somehow that's like spectacular in front of a group of people like not really knowing how you know like his powers are just blossoming or something funny happens that maybe he doesn't even see but others have a story about and the story gets out maybe this guy knew the story or some shit and she hung him she was looking for the boy she's like where's the boy yeah, I mean, they could do something like that. Something like that couldn't get out, though, because Vader would show up eventually. Yeah, yeah. Because, I, 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 listen, if it gets back to ba- Vader that, like, something like that's happening on Tatooine, of all places. Of all places. You would have to think he would be like, wait a second. And then if they got even the slightest bit of information that that kid is hanging out with the Lars family, Vader's there in a hot second. Like, so I don't know. I wonder if Owen, this is just like Owen witnesses all this and he's like, this is just too close for comfort. He's like, you got to do something. Obi-Wan, you got to do something. That's what I'm kind of wondering if he goes to him and he's like. That was too close. Yeah. So maybe Obi-Wan goes to, to day you, die you, whatever this new planet is, causes a bit of ruckus. Now there's rumors that there's a Jedi on this other planet. And not just any Jedi, Obi-Wan Kenobi, maybe that draws the Inquisitors and Vader and everybody to that planet. A false scent. Mm -hmm. So that writing, is that her remembering a spot when maybe she was a Jedi? I don't know. I'm not sure. And then the shot of the birds. Yeah, where are the birds? I'm pretty sure those are convors, which are those fucking birds that show up in. Um, I was wondering if they were Minox. No, those are cute, too pretty to be Minox. That's what I kind of figured. Minox look like big space buttholes with wings. Yeah, but I don't. I never saw one from on top. I only saw it from the bottom. That I can remember. Yeah, that's true. little Vader breath at the end. Man, that's a good trailer. That's going to be so good. That is a good trailer. Whoever did that made their money. That is one of the better Disney Plus trailers we've gotten, I think. Um, I agree. uh, Yeah. That's on par with like sequel trilogy trailers. Yeah, I think it's really good. And I think it's going to be quite the series. So. Dude, I'm so excited. Me too, buddy. What if, how likely is it that Obi-Wan could run into Cal Kestis? I don't know, man. 
because that actor is still around, right? Yeah. And he would be several years aged from when he did the mocap for the video game. Yeah. Yeah, and you know the Inquisitors are a big part of Jedi Fallen Order. I don't really That's know. That's what I was thinking. Like, like uh, I almost wonder if it would be be more likely to Cal for Cal to run into Obi Wan in one of the sequels to uh, Fallen Order than it would mm. be for it to happen in the TV show. Mainly just because I guess that makes sense. Um, for one, sometimes they can't help doing that in Star Wars games. Like, do you remember like in the Force Unleashed two, fucking uh, the, your the main character runs into Yoda. For like two mm-hmm. minutes, he goes to Dagobah mm-hmm. for like a pit stop, and he's like, "Oh, what's up, Yoda?" And then leaves. He runs yep. into Boba Fett. Obviously, yep. he runs into Vader. So, like, sometimes Star Wars video games can't help that. Um, yeah, it would be cool though. It'd be cool to see Cal in live action. I think. Um, I just don't I know so, that so. it would be in this necessarily. Yeah. So then. We get the trailer. It's awesome. Uh, And Entertainment Weekly continues to fucking drop hot fire on us. Um, And released our first look at Vader from Obi-Wan today. It's just a picture. Uh, It's a really cool picture. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, they talk a little bit about Hayden's, you know, Hayden returning and things like that. Um, it's funny to me because they were like, uh, here's a, a picture of Hayden Christensen and Obi-Wan. I would say that's more a picture of Darth Vader. But <laughs> the thing is, I firmly believe we will see actual Hayden in this show. I think we'll see at bare minimum Darth Vader maskless. In fact, in this very scene, in fact, uh, they kind of mention it in the article it looks like he's in his meditation chamber from Empire Strikes mm. Back, maybe. So, really? Yeah. I kind of wonder if we'll see his face then. Do you think that's a physical encounter or like a like a mental encounter? Oh, I don't think this scene right here is necessarily even going to have Obi-Wan into it, right? Like, Oh, I see. I, you know, see. Like, I think it could cut to Vader. Like, Imagine, all right, they run into Obi-Wan on Dayu or Dayu. I really can't wait to figure out how to say that. Uh, even though I know I'll fuck it up, you even want to know how to say it. That's how things go. Uh, but imagine they find him and they're like, holy shit, that was Obi-Wan. I could see this being a scene where someone goes into Vader's meditation chamber to be like, um, hey, hey, man, sorry to uh, bug you. Uh, but there's some shit going down. <laughs> Old buddy of yours has resurfaced, and uh, we figured you might want to know, right? Right. Um, and, uh, and one of the quotes from this article is that we're going to see a very, quote-unquote, powerful Darth Vader. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to see quite the fucking showdown between him and Obi-Wan. Really? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Imagine, like, I all, well, I never, like, as a kid, I knew 
Vader and Obi-Wan's duel was pre him being in the suit, right? I knew that the result of their duel led to Vader having to be put in the suit. But I did, like, even as a kid before we saw the prequels, like, the mental image could just never escape me of a young Obi-Wan fighting Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. Because it was hard for me to visualize what Anakin would look like. So imagine that. I think that's what we're going to see. We're going to see, you know, Ewan as Obi-Wan facing off against fucking Vader, Vader. Vader in the suit, Vader. And I don't see... I l- honestly don't see how their confrontation doesn't end with Vader assuming he just killed Obi-Wan. Well, um, has Obi-Wan seen him in the suit? Does he know no, that, about his... That's a question I've always had. Is So we, we know Obi-Wan knows that his like Sith name is Darth Vader because he sees that in the hologram recording from the Jedi temple. That's right. But no, I, I kind of think that maybe Obi-Wan just assumed Anakin died that day. And maybe it's when he hears talk of Darth Vader. Yes. He's like, what? (laughs) What? Um, I could be wrong. I mean, maybe we'll go into the series and he knows like, Oh, that's Anakin. I know who that is. Like he's still alive. He's in this fucking weird suit, but yeah, I just kind of assume I think we might actually though get to see the scene of Obi-Wan discovering that. And I think that could be really cool. That would be really neat. Um and then the last article that they released today, at least as far as I'm aware, is about sort of the journey to get the Obi-Wan series made. Um, and they talk about like how, um, in interviews and stuff, Ewan would be talking about how like, yeah, I would come back and play him. Um, and then they had a meeting with him and we're like, look, um, we just want to know, are you being polite when you say that? Or would you really want to do this? Cause if you do, I think we can make this happen. And they talk about how it was originally meant to be a movie directed by Stephen Daldry. This is all stuff we covered like as it was sort of breaking, as it was mm-hmm. hitting the the news, the Star Wars news cycle over the last few years. And then uh, Solo comes out, underperforms, causes them to shut down these type of Star Wars projects or at least put them on hold. Then Disney Plus comes up and becomes an option for star wars content so they start fucking uh exploring that and then they start doing it as hey jesse almost scared me they start doing it as a tv show and uh initially hire um what's the guy's name uh hasen Ah, shit. I lost it. I had it pulled up. But they originally had a a writer tapped who turned in scripts and they were supposed to start filming, you know, at a certain time. You Do you remember when 
everybody we were talking about everybody was melting down because production on obi-wan got put on hold and everybody's like oh shit they canceled obi-wan what the there fuck? it goes how the fuck you guys can't get anything right um they talk about that and they talk about how Kathleen Kennedy mentions that the scripts that were turned in, she felt were too bleak that she wanted the story to have an overall sense of hope. And that's not what was really there. So they brought in different writers and, you know, worked on it and got it to the point where it is now. And we have a show that's coming out in like two and a half months or whatever. Um, I mean, hope is kind of the theme. For when times are dark in Star Wars. I mean, in even in real life, you know, that is honestly, I mean, bleak, I'm sure, makes for a compelling story. Well, but I think you can hope have both, in the end, right? Like, yeah, right? Like, like Obi-Wan, you can't have light without the dark. Obi-Wan's prospects and his, his life on Tatooine are kind of bleak, right? Like, oh, yeah, I do, do agree, though, that it has to be balanced with an appropriate measure of hope absolutely absolutely buddy that's what star wars is kind of all about right the equation. A, just a little hope <laughs> and um, a little balance even in the force mm-hmm. balance among all things so uh it was really cool to see in this ew article it all sort of laid out um all the information that we have been talking about and getting more you know context and stuff of all this behind the scenes because you know i myself even thought it was uh a bummer like this was a project i had been looking forward to because i remember when we were talking about the potential of this being uh a movie what or a trilogy like there was all kinds of stuff being bandied out bandied about with the obi-wan stuff and uh a buddy of mine reached out when that whole thing came out about Obi-Wan being put on hold and said, this is not somebody that works for Lucasfilm, but might know a person or two that does mm-hmm. um, reached out to me and was like, um, n- they don't seem anywhere near as worried about it as the star Wars fandom is like, they just feel like they need to do some rewrites and work on it and, and get it into the place they're all happy with. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's just nice to, you know, sometimes Star Wars has some turbulence in the making of something and then ooh, it's gone. You know what I mean? You can't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs. Right. And Star and Wars. Telling is, you, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Star Wars is what? I was just going to say Star Wars is under a more in, uh, intense microscope than some things. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm like talking about how do you want it? Do you want the project to stop mid creation and change creative hands? Like, no. <laughs> or do you want to sort this bullshit out, you know, when we need to sort it out so that we have an amazing finished product? Yeah, I would, you know, it, it hasn't happened nearly because there was a time there. Like as much as I love Star Wars, you got to admit when stuff like the like, there were some turbulent couple of years there when you had like the behind the scenes rogue one stuff with them bringing oh on a different God. director and the Colin solo Trevorrow stuff and, and, solo. and Colin Trevorrow and fucking all the, and then Obi-Wan happened. And you know what I mean? Like 
it was mm-hmm. it just just seemed like like come on guys just get it together and have something go smoothly please please just yeah. have something go smoothly. i'm gonna need you to get all your shit get it in a pile and get it together <laughs> and get it together hey you want to hear from some friends you want to do some voicemails and emails you want to hear from some people that got it together yeah as much as any of us can in this damn world i guess um That's for damn sure let me see here. All right. Damn ass. You're damn ass right. All righty. Let's see how this goes. Kia D. Kia D. Kia D. Cockhead. The only Jedi master who can crash box. Kia D. Cockhead. Running around slaying bitches with his cockhead. He's a big Surian stud. He loves to split chicks with his pud. Kitty, cockhead. To stroke his cone and suck on his balls. Kitty, cockhead. What you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge. But he'll be plumping spooge tomorrow. Cockhead. First up, we got the man, King Kong ain't got shit on King Tom. Our buddy, King Tom Chansky. Hey there, Hawes and Will. Hope you're both doing well. Feels like we're in a bit of a weird place. We have no real, you know, shows or movies going on right now. There are comics, but like all the High Republic stuff, phase one is over. And we're waiting until May for content. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just there's stuff to talk about i guess but that you know got me thinking and i started speculating my head because you know everyone's expecting may 4th celebration everything some announcements in may and that's like you know two months away which is pretty cool i'm I'm anxious about that but hopeful um but suppose you know we know we're getting stuff in the future suppose they announce something totally new totally unexpected not something that we know there were you know there there was this thing about how rogue squadron is still on the calendar for next year that's great but what if they announce something else um that is you know they're just about to start production on that we don't know about i'm not talking about like that tales for the jedi thing what would you want it to be do you have like a a secret wish project and and it can't be like a I, i know Book of Boba Fett season two featuring oh. even more Boba and Boba in seven out of the seven episodes. I'm, I'm sure that's that's what you would say. But other than that, I would say something following up with, you know, Ray, Finn and Poe, that type of project. Um, of course, you know, we just finished that a few years ago, but still I want more of that. But again, I'd be happy with pretty much any Star Wars thing. But I'm curious to see what what. Uh, you and will say anyway thanks for listening thanks for a great podcast i'll talk to you later Ooh, so man this is interesting i got a couple things because for one king tom took 
my answer right away, which was Book of Boba Fett season uh, two. Boba? Where and Boba? then uh, Tales of the Jedi is also way up there. I want to know what that is so much. Yeah. Um, but besides all that, what do you got, Will? What do you got on your plate that you'd like to see a surprise announcement about? A Quinlan Voss miniseries. Uh-oh. A Cal Kestis miniseries. Uh-oh. Um, <clears throat> a, a Jedi Academy. I don't care. I would love Luke's Jedi Academy, but I think we might kind of see some more of that, flirt with that around in the Mandalorian. Um, or so. Or uh, if you could snag... Uh, oh, what's his name? Kylo Ren, Adam Driver. If you mm. could snag Adam Driver and you could do some uh, Mark Hamill, Adam Driver, sort of the fall of Luke's uh, Jedi Temple. Like if you could do like a, a mini series that was like the leading up to the end, to like how it ended, that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the Rise of Kylo Ren comics. But if they said, hey, guys, hear us out. We have the opportunity to do Mark Hamill and Adam Driver together, and we're going to retell that story. And it's not going to be in a direct uh, adaptation of the comic. So go ahead and get mad at us now. Like (laughs) I I think I would take that opportunity to see that. Dude, right? I think that would be really cool. any Jedi Academy stuff I would take, though. Any old school High Republic Jedi Academy, it, it raised Jedi Academy. That should mm. be dank as hell, dude. Like, I want to see Jedi Academy. So, you know, now that we've gotten the Boba Fett show, and it, gotta say, it does not look like there's a season two on the horizon. I do feel like that would probably have been announced by now, but what do I know? I still disagree, um, but we'll see. Um, I, I see where I see what you're saying. Now that the Boba Fett show's out of the way, we're about to get Obi Wan. There's something potentially related to Tales of the Jedi on the horizon. We still don't know what that is, but you know how much I like that comic series. It's my favorite Star Wars comics. You're already sort of covering some of my favorite shit. Um Then Tom also took post episode nine stuff like because that would be my answer as well. And I honestly do believe that that's probably percolating around the Lucasfilm offices. I -hmm. would be very surprised if they hadn't discussed it at all and at least poked around with the idea a little bit. Oh, man. Donald Glover, Lando, young Lando. I mean, heist and shenanigans. You know, I would they, take that. they announced that Lando miniseries or whatever at uh, the Disney Investors Day a few ba- years back, and we have not heard anything about it. I hope it's not dead. I hope it's not dead because I would. It's love a to cool see that. way that you could bring back, uh, what's his name? Han Solo, the young Han Solo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, so really. My only other answer would be like a surprise Knights of the Old Republic or just Old Republic uh, era movie. That's the mm. kind of shit that would excite me. That'd uh, be great. They surprised announced that. <laughs> All right. Um, let's hear from Mr. 100, Kobe. 
Hey, how's it going? It's your boy Kobe, aka Mr. 100. Um, how's it hanging? Hopefully clean, of course. Uh, I'm on the road right now, so sorry no. if it's a little noisy. Uh, Haas, I'm just just uh, making this as I saw your tweet about the Coheed and Cambria concert. Dude, that's that's so shitty. Uh, I'm I'm so sorry that happened to you, buddy. You you just you don't deserve that. Like lame sauce. You know when you just you're such a great dude, just a positive light in this world. And when and when people like that get taken advantage of or get treated poorly it just it just makes me so goddamn mad but anyway i won't make this too much of a bummer i i just i hope the next concert you go to uh, i hope you're able to go see coheed and cambria again um but if whatever the next concert is you go to i hope it absolutely kicks ass you deserve it um getting away from the more bummer stuff my question this week is um kind of been thinking about Star Wars Visions lately been wanting to go back and rewatch that after some time has passed um what both of you Haas and Will what if you got each got a hold of one of the episodes of a, a Star Wars Visions uh season 2 I guess you could say um what would you guys like to do with that I don't think anyone's asked this question before if not or if they have sorry but um yeah, what would you guys do if you were given your own uh, Star Wars Vision short? Um, as always, you guys are the best. Keep your head up, buddy. Have a good one. Peace out. Thanks, buddy. I really appreciate it. Oh, I like this question, though. If, mm, if you were I'm excited charge, to hear what you... Yeah, I'm excited to hear what you got. I got two. I got two that I... So... Star Wars Visions was so fucking cool, right? Um, But it didn't hit a couple of, like, flavors of anime that I really enjoy. Um, You know, obviously, they can't hit every one of them, right? I think it would be really fucking cool if they could find an angle to do a mecha short. Some sort of mecha... Star Wars um, visions short, whether that's Gundam expired, inspired or Evangelion Mm -hmm. expired or whatever it may be. There's got to be some way to do that. And I think it could be really cool. I mean, the Gundams have beam sabers, which are lightsabers. Yeah, that's true. They are lightsabers. Mm -hmm. So, um, I just I, I think that would be my number one that I'd like to see. Um, I can just imagine the scene of like you know one of the mechs losing a hand, and then you see the like exhausted lightsaber, but it's like the size of a bus. Yeah, you know, like yeah, on the on the ground, um, smoke coming out of it, and just like uh, I think you could do some really cool stuff. Or something really cool with the concept of a Jedi or a Sith piloting a Mecha. Mm-hmm. I think that would raise some interesting opportunities and cool stuff you do. The other thing I would think would be kind of fun would to do something completely not Jedi or Sith related and do like a uh, Terra Terras Kasi martial arts tournament. Interesting. Uh, in Star Wars. 
Star and Wars you can blood have sport. different heroes with different force based no martial arts. Keep the force out of it. I because I love the force. I love the Jedi. They are my favorite part of Star Wars. But if we were to get a season two of Visions, it wouldn't bum me out if not every single short was Jedi and Sith based, right? Because trying to think back i just quick. can only imagine the powers like imagine the the fucking dragon ball z throwdown you could have like i mean not that that wouldn't be cool. a roster of jedi masters in a fucking tournament but i would be more interested in seeing something where it's like you know different types of martial arts like you would see in a like a blood sport or something but instead of different like people from a, the around the the world it's different alien species so you yeah you could mm-hmm. have uh you know you would have a couple human characters but you could also have a wookiee and a trandoshan and an aqualish and a uh mon calamari martial artist and just like kind of like this i like this idea you see what i'm saying um, kind of enter the dragon kind yeah of, and uh, like you know different people would have like sort of street fighter yeah yeah would have you could have some that had different cybernetic enhancements and things like that i think it could be kind of cool and like a nice little change of pace that um, is cool That's what about you right. buddy you got any ideas for a star wars vision shorter too oh man do boy boy do i boy boy um, do i <laughs> now that you asked me though i'm blanking on all the ones i had yours were so cool uh my mind just went off on a completely different tangent um, I so, like I know this sounds weird, but an extremely political, maybe assassination style thing on Coruscant would be cool. Like, uh, I don't even know. Like, like you were saying, like you could leave the force out of it. Like, if you could do a really cool like underworld crime story mm-hmm. in anime mm-hmm. with like syndicate on syndicate triad kind of. Assassin, Yakuza kind of thing. Like, that would be fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Sign me up. Uh, like, a kind of a War of the Bounty Hunters kind of thing. Like, you don't have to follow that story exactly, but like, where all of the bounty hunters are in some sort of shenanigan war or heist mm-hmm. or heist that turns into a war. Like, that would be fucking cool. Look, I thought Bobo was awesome in Tatooine Rhapsody, and I love that sort of chibi style mm-hmm. of Boba, but trust me, you guys know me. I could use a little more Boba. So if they wanted to do another uh, anime short in a different style that also had Boba as part of it, yeah, it's a fucking sign mm-hmm. me up. But you know I'm there. Oh, this is the idea I had before. Um, I, I This concept came to me. It was like, what if a Jedi and a Sith like both had some sort of a battle, like, like a Starfighter battle, mutually injured each ship and both crash landed on the same planet with no like it was like a deserted planet so they're the only two people on this planet and how maybe their interactions over years being stranded on this planet might change how they interact with each other yeah exactly enemy mine like and they did a um they did a rebel rebels episode kind of like that but it wasn't a jedi and sith it was uh agent callus and zeb but man i think that would be fucking cool anime style like, yeah, yeah well and to have it be a, a jedi and a sith and they're like pontificating about the the merits of their 
individual philosophies and stuff about the force like oh no man that's, I think that's, and that's when they cool. get to the point where they can speak 10 yeah. years from now that's where they're not instantly fighting and like yeah. injuring each other to where they have to slink off to the woods to heal for five months before they run to the next continent or you know move across the planet i don't know it buddy would... i think that's pretty fucking fire i like that one right i love that movie enemy mine so them taking that on a couple times in star wars sign me up <clears throat> all right you want to hear from our buddy rick yes i do Hey, Halsey and Will, it's your boy Rick, and uh, I have a one question for you guys concerning this Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. Now, I'm going to base this on a big if, all right? I don't know anything about anything. This is purely a speculative thing, um, but based on everything that we've seen in this one minute and 46 second trailer, if Leia has any kind of part in this show, uh, based on what we've seen, how do you think she factors in? Now, uh, we've probably only seen footage from maybe an episode or two. So, I mean, locales can change. There could be some stuff that we haven't even seen, you know, places we haven't seen yet, stuff like that. But just based on what we've seen, uh, how do you think? Leia could figure in to the show. So I'll leave you guys with that. And uh, JCBD rules. I'll talk with you all later. <laughs> and uh, may the force be with you. Man, I don't. You found your people. So, by the way, uh, as, as someone, you know, I know you don't engage with social media a lot. You probably haven't seen the new meme format that has um, come up out of the obi-wan trailer but you know there's the scene where he's looking through the binoculars and then it mm -hmm. shows luke and then it shows him and he's pulling the binoculars away from his eyes so what people have started doing is they'll do the picture of obi-wan holding the binoculars then instead of the next picture being luke sitting on the house it'll be something funny and then the third op uh, picture will be um obi-wan removing the binoculars from his eyes and rick mm -hmm. sent me one that i mean he this dude knew I would find hilarious, which it was Obi-Wan looking at Luke and Leia on their speeder bikes riding side by side. <laughs> and in between them is Jean-Claude Van Damme doing the splits. <laughs> Boy, it made me laugh. Um, so I, I don't really, I don't really know how Leia features into the show. Um, so unless Jimmy Schmitz is in there, maybe not at all. Well, so that is a rumor that, uh, maybe it was deadline or Hollywood reporter reported a couple weeks back is that Jimmy Smith is in this show. So I wonder like, does Obi-Wan maybe like he leaves Tatooine and he goes to see Jimmy Schmitz. Does he go see Bale for some advice? Maybe some credits. Some credits help come up with a plan can't imagine that man has a stash you know and republic credits are probably no good anymore well and also it looks like he's got a job on Tatooine. oh yeah that's true so yeah he's he's probably not flush with cash obi-wan i think we see retired obi-wan in a new hope but he's the master of the mind trick credits will do fine yeah 
no, they won't. <laughs> um, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, if Leia's in the show, what do you think? Uh, how do you think she's going to factor in? Like, I don't, I don't particularly think we're going to see a ton of Luke. You know, um, I you know, I, a New Hope just gives the impression that she never. I don't know. Maybe it does. You can look at it whether she does or doesn't, but there's not really a familiarity with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, Mm-mm. does she, she never says like, I met you when I was a girl or like, no, no, I remember you because from growing up. we sure would. That sure. We would be hanging on to that when talking about this show for the last several years. Well, right. She does mention <laughs> no. So yeah, I, that is one thing I kind of feel like, Maybe her and Obi-Wan can't meet. Or if they do meet, she can't know that he's Obi-Wan, right? Because, once again, that would mess with the New Hope too much if she meets and hangs out with Obi-Wan a whole lot in the series. What if all she's just in there for, like, tugging on her dad's arm, being like, come on, Dad, take me to the mall. (laughs) Millie Bobby Brown wanting to go to the mall. Millie Bobby Brown is... Buddy, Millie Bobby Brown is too old to be playing Leia in this show. I know. I, I <laughs> maybe just, when, maybe when uh, Stranger Things first started, right? Yeah, I mean that because you know you see Luke and he's a kid. Yeah, I'm just joking. No, I mean it is funny. It's funny to imagine they're like, um, why don't we just get the lady from Stranger Things? <laughs> <laughs> Looks just like her. Oh, people will freak out about Put buns that. on her. Done. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't have much more to add to the Leia in this uh, show uh, conversation because I don't really. I don't know. think she'll be some sort of rebel spy or. No, you know, she's I, probably still a little too young for that. She's just a. Didn't was she in Rebels in any? Yeah, she was. She was. She she's had like a, a young part of the Resistance or something. Yeah, rebelling. but this is still. Shit. earlier than that i don't know i always get mixed up because i think rebels takes place starts off roughly three or four years before a new hope and then gets up to about a year before a new hope maybe it ends about a year before so i don't know <clears throat> Um, all right, we got one more email, and we'll call it a night. This is from our buddy Sam. He says, "Howdy, Halls and Will. I hope that you guys had a great week off, and I assume you were both helping Liam get his podcast off the ground." Oh yeah, man, the podcast about the new Megan Man game, fire, mm. <laughs> hottest uh, podcast. Uh, who's the five greatest podcasters of all time? Liam, Liam. Liam, 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 because he spits hot fire. Mm. Um, that, Just like Godzilla. <laughs> he said, that uh, Kenobi trailer wasn't too bad. Do you think we will see the Inquisitors hunting down any other Jedi in the series, or will they all be after Kenobi? Will, I know you much like me and would love to see that sneaky snake, Opo Rancisis. Do you think we'll just see a random Jedi we have never heard of getting chased down by Inquisitors, or would a death of a known Jedi be better in showing how dangerous the Inquisitors are? Also, it sure would be great to see some Quinlan Voss action 
as Obi-Wan navigates the underworld. Keep on the great work, fellas, and have a great week. Best wishes, Sam. Um, so, I, look, we talked about it during the trailer. I think they're there hunting someone on Tatooine that I don't think is Obi-Wan. Yeah. And whether that person is a former Jedi or what, I think they're hunting them, not necessarily Obi-Wan or Luke. Mm -hmm. So I want to say to his question, yes. I don't think it's necessarily a, a, a Jedi character, if it is a Jedi character, that we know. Um, Not that that wouldn't be cool for you know, a Jedi character that we know to show up. I just don't like, yeah. Uh, Obo Rancisus would be cool. <laughs> That'd be real cool. Um, Quinlan Voss would be really cool, but I'm here to tell you right now, there's absolutely no way Quinlan Voss is in it. And the reason I say this is because if Quinlan Voss is in it and, there, there's no way our buddy Sal wouldn't be Quinlan Voss. I was about to say, there's no, because they didn't call Sal Perales to be him. And there's, I, I just know in my heart of hearts, my buddy Sal would call me and he'd be like, hey, guess what? And I'd be like, what? And he'd say, I'm playing Quinlan Voss in the Obi-Wan show, but you can't tell anybody. And I'd be like, buddy, your secret's safe with me. I would never betray you like that. I am so fucking happy for you. And I didn't get that call. So, I don't think it's possible. Maybe he signed a legal document where he legally can't call you. Yeah, and it, specifically it's said, it specifically said, hey. Not allowed to call Halls Burkhart. Do not call Halls Burkhart. And if he asks you, if he shows up at a venue in Huntsville... Uh, and asks for a handicap seat, tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> That's, terrible. That's um, terrible. Yeah, I... Uh, no, I don't want to see a big bad Jedi get offed. I, I'm want... I don't know. I, I see what Sam means, though. Like, if we did see... It would convey severity. You yeah, know? you know, like... Yaddle. No. Yeah, I think Yaddle is actually supposed to have died in between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. That's why she's not. No on one the else council. would have known. Yeah, well, that's um, true. I mean, clearly the only option and the best option would be for them to reveal the Akiyadi Mundi survived Order sixty six, and then they could have the Inquisitors kill him. But after he takes like a few of them out. They're like, hey, damn, did you guys know we were up to like the 20th brother and sister and then Kiati Mundi showed up and took out like three-fourths of the Inquisitor forces? Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah, I can dream. I can dream. Be like, we had more Inquisitors. Until Kiati Mundi showed up. Before Master Mundi. Um, but I, I, yeah, I definitely see what Sam means to where like maybe it would be a little more impactful if it was one of the prequel era Jedi that you know we haven't necessarily seen for sure died. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't really know who that would be. Yeah, because all the ones that come out like stick in my head. Uh, oh, gone. Yeah, like uh, Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto. Uh... Kiari Mundi. Kiari Mundi, Ala Segura, 
and the Sakura and the Kiati Mundi. What's the guy with the thing on his face? Ah, uh, oh, Plo Koon. Plo Koon aided in the ship. Bruh, as much as uh, of a hard on with a little cowboy hat on it that Dave Filoni has for Plo Koon, you know he is just slamming away on that word processor trying to figure out a way to bring that dude into Ahsoka or the Mandalorian or something. He keeps submitting stories as to how he yeah. could survive that crash and Lucasfilm's like, nope. Nope, nice I try. Not I think this he's. Time. I think he's got a, a pretty significant amount of pull at Lucasfilm. So if he really wanted to do that, I think we'd see it. You know, but <clears throat> man, um, you didn't know I was fire retardant. Yeah, um, he was wearing a, a ship blowing up proof vest. <laughs> Personal ratioed device. Mm. Mm. It was a one of one, and it broke as soon Emergency as it finished saving. Like never to be seen again. Yeah, it saved our two jets. Yeah, the warranty ran out. The warranty on his personal ratioed wore out. The entire <laughs> planet was wiped from the. They were made on Alderaan specific. Yeah, yeah, and they, you know, now we all know how that went. Can't so make uh, any more. Let me double check, make sure no emails came in while uh, we've been recording. I wouldn't want to miss anybody. That's a no. So, that's going to do it for us this week. Oh, um, man. Thanks for recording with me, buddy. Dude, thanks for recording with me. It's back. It's good to be back on the donkey. Or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, man. El Burro. <laughs> I don't, I'm a big, dumb donkey. Um, so... Hey guys, if you haven't already, would you mind, would it be possible, could we bother you to please leave us a five-star review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts? It helps other people find the show. And I get it. You're one of these fucking Star Wars podcast hipsters that wants to be like, their first album is way better than their first album. (laughs) And you want it to be like your own little little uh little group you're like yeah man i listen to blue harvest you know but you're you and your butt i don't know man leave us a review i don't know where i'm going with this every club is better with more members maybe um of the good kind (laughs) yeah uh so i started this whole thing didn't have an ending figured out and then I'll let it peter off at the end surprise surprise uh, leave us a review El Grande Puro Loco <laughs> if you uh, enjoy our theme song then you should check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music they are Stoned Cobra you can find them on iTunes Spotify and at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com and we'll see you guys next week uh, hopefully they keep this uh Star Wars news train a rolling and uh, we'll have something fun to talk about until then this has been Blue Harvest I'm Halls Burkhart and I'm Will Wooden may the force be with you may the force be with all of you may the force be with us